Hey moms, so I am going to tell you the thing that everyone is thinking, but no one is saying when it comes to your website. As a entrepreneur or mom entrepreneur, when you start a business, you'll be doing everything, which means you will create a website on your own on your own. And so I am going to give you the seven common mistakes to avoid that no one will tell you to avoid, except me. So I'm here to help you out, moms. So welcome to another episode of the Life Unboxed blog show where we talk about all things mompreneur, from raising your kids to running a business, and the most important, keeping your sanity. So if you are new to the channel, I'm Jody the Mom from lifeunbox.blog, and I am a homeschool mom of six, ages two to 17, and I am a mompreneur. So this channel gives you all the information you need to be a successful homeschool mom and entrepreneur. So let's get in to all the things to avoid so you don't annoy your client, your potential clients. Okay, you know you need an amazing website. Your target audience will take you more seriously if you create a website for your business. Please trust me on this. There are a lot of shortcuts. I see a lot of people kind of trying to circumvent this because there is a learning curve to building a website, but the investment of your time and money in hosting and a good theme will pay off down the road. So don't try and circumvent this step. You need to create your own website. And there's a ton of reasons, and I've already gone I've gone into those reasons in other shows, so I will tell you this. There's going to be so many resources for you. There's no excuse not to build your own website, so be sure to check out the show notes, and I will, and hopefully I won't be able to say, hey, there's another video for you. Hey, there's another show for you, okay? Just know that the, re- the show notes are going to be overflowing with resources, so make sure you check that out. That, that out because then there's no excuse. You have no excuse not to create your own website. So this is always one of the first investments I recommend when you're creating a business. So as a successful virtual assistant for, assistant for more than eight years, I've never regretted the time and investment in creating my website. And you can check that out at jodyrperry.com. And that's J-O-D-I-E-R-Perry.com. So there were definitely other things that I regretted wasting my time and money on, like bad business books. Anyone else? Anyone else? But never once did I regret paying for my hosting uh, from the start or purchasing an easy page builder. So I, I, um, made that investment from the very beginning, even before I started officially as a virtual assistant. Um, I started building my website so that I could get my services out there. So starting out, these were huge costs for me and I had no money coming in. Yes, I was still working my full-time job, but I mean, that money was spoken for in the budget. So this was really, 
getting the hosting, getting the domain, and then getting the page builder, it was a big investment, but it is one that I don't regret. And that's why I push it so hard uh, with you fellow entrepreneurs, because I think it is an investment you need to make. So I know what you're probably thinking at this point. Is it actually possible to create a website on my own? So even if you don't know the first thing about building a website, you can still do it. And the reason I know you can do it is because I did it. I started from nothing and I've built a few websites now, two handfuls probably. So there are so many how-tos and I've created a bunch of videos on how to create a website well as well, um, especially if you're a beginner. So I focused on beginners because I remember what that was like and the frustration of even not understanding like the terminology of the videos that I was watching and then compounding my frustration because I don't know what you're talking about. You act like I know what you're talking about. So I have created whole playlist for you uh, with Divi tips and there's terminology in there um, and also how to create a website um, for beginners and then how to create, what to do before you even start. So you have no excuses not to create a website on your own because I have tons of stuff for you. Okay, so the reason you want to create a website is more people trust a business that has a website more than one with just a social media page. And here's why I think that is. A website shows that you're taking your business seriously, especially if you paid for your domain and hosting. So a website with webname.freesite.com doesn't look as good as webname.com. So you are proving your investment in your business and that you are taking it seriously just by having a website. It also showcases your ability to write, form ideas, and see a project through to completion. So for someone looking to hire your services, this is a great first impression because it does speak to your abilities before you even do. And that means even if you decide to hire it out, you still have to provide project management, you still have to provide content, you still have to provide um, direction and structure and Um, the ability to manage someone on a project from start to finish, like all of that proves your abilities before you even open your mouth to say how awesome you are. Okay, so now I've convinced you, you are fully convinced that you need a website. So where do you even start creating? Okay, so start with my video, and yes, it's in the show notes, what to do before you start building a website to make it easier. So this video just walks you through like picking your colors, how to do a logo, like everything that you need, creating an outline. Yes, let's go back to high school and create that outline. So it goes through all of that stuff. So whether you do it yourself or you choose to hire it out, this is going to give you a good starting point for whoever you decide to do the website. So I do know what it is like to start a business with just an idea and wondering where to get good information and searching high and low to finally find the gem of information that actually helps you instead of upselling you. I hate that. 
So this video will take you, the one that I just mentioned, will take you step by step on where to start creating your amazing website on your own. Because I'm a firm believer that you can do this on your own. So now that you're ready to create a website, there are a few things you want to avoid. So I know a lot of these videos will talk about what to have, and I have videos for you on that as well. But I wanted to really come alongside you and talk about the mistakes you need to avoid when you create a website on your own. Because even though you see a lot of people doing this, it doesn't mean you should. Um, and this is not on the list, but this will be just be a bonus that I'll give you. You know, like videos playing, automatically playing when you land on a website. Oh my goodness. Like I have kids in the house. I do not watch videos without headphones on because I do not know what's in those videos. So if it automatically plays, I'm done. I'm gone because I don't know what's in the video. I don't know if it's going to be kid appropriate or anything like that. So that's just your bonus. So different things like that. People may not tell you if there's something about your website that annoys them or that could potentially annoy customers or readers, depending on what kind of website you have. So this is me coming alongside of you, giving you a list of seven things that you, you don't have to tell me if you're doing any of these things, but just go through and find out if maybe you should, um, you need to fix anything on your website. Because I've done a ton of research as a mom entrepreneur, because I like to do research. I will read that bad business book to the very end so I can learn what doesn't work. And there are hours of classes that I have sat through, tons of websites that were looked at, and lots and lots of more books read. So in all my research, I've compiled seven mistakes that you absolutely want to avoid when designing a website. And most of these just annoy the user and you don't want someone leaving your website because they were annoyed with something that can be totally avoided. So first one, huge images. Yes, you need to create pinnable images so your user can easily share your stuff to Pinterest. I get it. So it kind of makes sense to send the Pinterest image right at the top of the page, then you don't need to make a separate featured image. You're busy enough. If you can just take this one extra thing from your plate, it would be so helpful. It is tempting, I know, but don't do it. Placing a long vertical image at the top of your post means that your user has to scroll, 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 and scroll to get to your actual content. So let me ask you this. Why did the user click on your website in the first place? They believed that you had something to say that would help them. So don't lose them before you even have a chance to know, before they even have a chance to know who you are. So huge images overwhelm your content and turn users away. I know, I'm sorry, it's the sad truth. They also slow down your website, which is an SEO no-no. Too many clicks. Okay, site structure is something that you need to give a lot of thought to before you even start creating your website. 
So most beginner web designers don't think through how the user should navigate through the website. So things just get added haphazardly. Like, oh, I need this. Let's stick it on over here or this. And we're going to tack it on over here. But really, you have to think through your navigation. It is important if you want to do Google Ads. It is important for user experience. Uh, like there's so many things that um, navigation is really important important that um, it needs to be like higher on the list of things when it comes to building a website. I personally like to get out a sketch pad and draw everything out. So really you can grab something like this or like this one, or if you need to be a little humorous, get this one and just start drawing out the format of your pages. And again, it doesn't have to be pretty. I literally draw like boxes and like write notes, but it starts to give me an idea of how people, how the user is going to navigate through the website before I actually sit down to build it. So there are a couple of reasons, again, to really put a lot of time into your site structure. You want your site to be extremely user-friendly and the idea is for the user to continue to click through, not leave immediately, because they are confused. Um, that does happen. If the user's confused, they're just gonna leave. And most users don't want to work hard to find the information. So when a user has to click, 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 and then finally find what she was looking for, you've lost them. If you're featuring a post on your homepage, the user should be able to click on the feature and immediately land on the post. Not click on the feature, go to the category page, scroll down, and then click continue reading. So this is one too many layers of your website. One to two clicks should be the maximum to get to the full content. Unless, of course, the user has just fallen in love with your stuff and they want to keep going. But if it's featured on the homepage, it should be one click to get to it. All right, number three, this is my biggest peeve. Not telling your audience what you are about. So this is probably one of the fastest ways to lose someone from your website. If someone lands on your homepage, they need to know immediately what you are about. Another reason not to use huge images. So I'm not saying you need to have like a super narrow niche plastered everywhere, but just be clear about what you are about. So as soon as you land on my virtual assistant page, you know the services that I offer. Go check it out and tell me if you're confused by what you see or if it's very clear. Life Unboxed, you know exactly what it's about as soon as you land on the homepage. Raising kids, running a business, and keeping your sanity. So there's a book. This is one business book I did not waste my time on. It was I highly recommend it. It is called Marketing Made Simple by Donald Miller. And he talks about creating a one-liner for your business. And basically that's state your problem and tell your audience why you are the solution. So whether you're starting a virtual assistant business or a mom blog, you are solving a problem. So be clear on why you are the solution. So, and this statement should be above the fold on your website. So meaning it should be at the top, 
in the top portion of your website so it's the very first thing your user sees. Oh, and just so you know, these aren't just like my peeves that I'm letting you know. I did take a informal poll <laughs> as well to find out what bugs people. All right, number four, poor color choices. I'm not an artist, but my husband says there's a closet creative inside of me that's like banging on the door to get out. So this may seem like a secondary concern, but color does matter when it comes to creating a website that looks good. And here's the thing. People aren't necessarily, unless you're me, going to go on your website and say, those color choices are terrible. They're just going to be turned off by them and not know why. So have you landed on a website that looks like a mishmash of everything? They just don't look professional. So how do the color choices influence your impression of the website? The good news is there's so many places to find good color combinations that there's no excuse for bad colors. So Canva is a great place to start. There's also Coolers, that's C-O-O-L-O-R-S, and Paloton, and these the links will be down below. I'll leave them for you in the show notes. So these are great color tools to use because um, they generate colors and you can pick and mix and match. And if you go what to do before you start building a website. I think I actually show you how to use it in that one. If not, um, what to do to create a logo, um, how to create a logo, it's in that one. So I'll be leaving both of these in the links below. And also check out your nail polish collection, your journal or notebook collection. We have a few here, okay. Or other things that attract your eye. Avoid using primary colors. So primary colors are red, blue, and yellow. And these are often very hard on the eyes, especially when you're looking at the screen. Secondary colors, so colors derived from these primary colors, are usually good choices. If you want to use red, then find variations of red and start there. You know, like deep, deep cranberry, something that's not going to be like glaring red. You know what I'm talking about? That makes kind of makes you squint and twitch your eyes a little bit. We are a visual culture and color matters. Okay, number five, pop-ups in front of the content. So these are often called welcome mats or something, but these are just so stinking annoying. I'm on a website. The writer has hooked me with the first line. I am reading the content. Then it is like a full stop. I am slapped in the face with a pop-up to join something. My reading and attention has been completely interrupted. And I click away. You just lost me. It is rude to interrupt, right? At least that is something polite society considers to be rude. Why would you want to interrupt your reader? If it is a first-time reader, then this is not a good first impression. What is more important, the reader getting to know you and liking your content or a pop-up interrupting the reader? And I know I see these on sites all the time. I was looking at author sites the other day um, just to get some inspiration for something I have in mind. And it was like a pop-up to join whatever. I'm like, this is ridiculous. It's so rude. I didn't come here to sign up. Maybe if you gave me a chance to like actually look into your website, then maybe I would sign up. 
But 10 seconds in is just not enough time for me to give you my email address. Number six, the font is too small. So did you know that with higher definition screens, fonts look even smaller? So when I finally got my 4K screens for my work computer, my eyes had to adjust to the smaller font size. It wasn't that the, the font was actually smaller, but the higher definition screen made it look smaller. So creating a website is a lot about user experience. If it is hard to read, um, then you're going to lose your audience. But the good news is this is a super easy fix. Just make your font a bit bigger. For content, my font is usually a minimum of 14, and this would be like in the body, but I think I've made it bigger. Um, or might be, I don't remember. Um, I've seen some suggestions to even make it 18 point. So these are pro this is probably a good range for the font size. So anywhere between 14 to 18. And if you get an opportunity to check it on different size screens, do that so that you can make sure the user ex experience is consistent between all devices. Number seven, no headings. So it is true. We like quick results and we do everything we can to make sure we get fast results. So that means instead of reading word for word, we scan content. So in our scanning of content, if something catches our eye, then we will pause and read it. Headings that break up large chunks of content help with this. It creates a better user experience if you have headings to break up your content. This also helps with you, your SEO too. So add headings to your content. Technology is always changing and improving most of the time anyway. Learning to create a website on your own will be an ongoing journey. I know we don't like to, we don't like that part. You will never reach a destination because the destination is constantly changing. My husband's an IT guy, so that's his biggest complaint. He's like, you never, you're never accomplished because it's constantly changing. But you can do it. And these are just a few tips to get you started. So something else to add to your arsenal of knowledge. If you're ready to create your website, then start with what to do before you start create, creating a website to make it easier. And trust me, trust me, it will make it easier for you. Mom, I am so glad you joined me today. If you want to help spread the word, be sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember to check out the Life Unbox store for all of your mom boss merch, and you can support the show with coffee. Visit Kofi, ko-fi.com forward slash Life Unboxed blog. And for more great mom entrepreneur content, Follow Life Unboxed on social media or check out lifeunboxed.blog. Be sure to share the podcast and video with your friends. And I will see you in the next show.